Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hello and welcome to our next episode together. Our topic in this episode is all about you sharing your gift with the world. And my intention in this episode is to inspire and to encourage you to share what is within you with the world around you. Now, I don't even need to meet you to know that you have a gift, a talent, wisdom, and something deeply profound and personal that lives in the very core of you that this world can benefit from. No, not necessarily every human being, but maybe hundreds of people, thousands of people, even millions of people could benefit immensely from you sharing your gift with them. And that is what this episode is all about, because I believe in my heart you have something truly special inside who you are. It is your innate gift. It is the area where you are perhaps unusually gifted or even just something that you feel inside you, an idea that keeps on returning for you, a vision that doesn't seem to go away no matter what happens in your life. These are the signs, I guess, from the soul to tell us you have something amazing to share with the world around you. And I believe that you get these signs and you feel this calling in you to do this, to create this for a reason, because the world does need what is within you. So that is what our topic is for today. It is all about sharing your gift and having the courage to show up in the world around you by expressing who you are, by doing what it is that you love, and by creating your unique type of magic. Now, I want to say that this episode, this particular topic, is dedicated to one of my girlfriends, Beck, who is a new girlfriend in my life. And what happened and where this came from, and even this topic, where it came from is that we were in the middle of a very deep late night conversation. And we were talking about me sharing my writing with the world and publishing my writings as inspirational wall arts and really turning my beautiful writings not just into books because of course I already have a lot of those but using and sharing those in a different way by you know publishing those in journals and turning them into products and I was expressing to Beck that I felt a little bit nervous actually and I feel quite vulnerable like I'm sharing something that is so deeply personal to me that comes out of my heart and this is the next level of sharing that with the world. It's another form of me doing that. And in the middle of this conversation about what it is that really holds us back and me telling Beck what it is that I want to do and some of these visions I'd had for years, Beck literally said to me, and you have to pardon my French here, she said, put your shit out into the world, Em. And I love the way she said it. She was like fist pumping in the air when she said it. And it was an encouragement to share who I am and to go and be who I am because why would we not do this? And I believe that she followed up that line, which was so beautiful, by saying something like, you know, at the end of your life, what is going to matter? You know, go and do it. Now is the time. So I want to bring that beautiful energy and the essence of what Beck and I were talking about forward into this episode because see what happens is that 
we become crippled by fear and we become crippled by doubt. And because we are so overwhelmed by this feeling or these emotions, what happens is we then freeze and we don't do anything and then we hold back and we stop ourselves or we're, we keep thinking about what we want to do, but we don't actually take action on it. Or we produce beautiful things, but we never really share them with the world around us so they can benefit. And we keep ourselves small in this process. We are in a sense, going against the flow and the grain of who we are, because what is within you is within you because it is designed to be shared, to have a twofold benefit for you and for the world around you. And so when you hold back what is inside you, you are literally cutting off that beautiful, creative life force flow that is magnetic and powerful. It heals you. It heals others. It is your source of your creativity. It is so much. And as we hold that energy back or we constrict that and we stop ourselves from doing what we love or we delay it or deny it or put it off, we rob ourselves of the fulfillment that is possible and the sweetness of being who we are and the deep meaning of sharing something that is so important to you and having somebody else's life be touched by that. Now, in my life already, I've been, you know, I've been blessed to fulfill so many of my dreams already. And I know that there is a deep spiritual fulfillment that happens when you know that you are doing what you're born to do, when you know that you are on your path, when you can see your creations out there touching people's lives, and you know that your life's work and your presence are making a difference. And I've got goosebumps even as I say that. It would be a great shame if you didn't allow yourself to experience that. If you kept holding back from that thing that you want to do, the thing that you love to do. And if you kept ignoring or denying or delaying the visions and the dreams that are inside your heart. So yes, uh, a bit of an introduction to this topic, but it's to have you truly grasp the importance of sharing your gift with this world, because this is how you change your world and it's how you become a blessing in other people's lives as well. And yes, you have something important to share. So as we start to explore what holds us back and how we start to overcome that, I want you to become present in your own mind with what it is that you want to share with the world. So I sit and I think about me using my example the next level for me is sharing inspirational products, it's wall arts, it's posters, putting out a series of journals that help people with their purpose in this world. This is what's next for me. It's also many more videos on YouTube. So yes, of course, there's a, a ne the next level of being exposed and feeling a bit vulnerable. This is what I feel called to do. So what is this for you? Is it that you want to become a keynote speaker and you've got a message to share? Are you publishing a book? Is it artwork? Is it music? Maybe it's a business idea. Just become present with yourself. What is that that is in you that perhaps has been within you for many months or many years or even hopefully not, but possibly decades? What is within you that is waiting to come out that you feel intuitively inspired to pursue, but you've been restricting yourself from doing that? So become very, very present with that as we talk about what holds us back and how we can start to overcome that. And the first place that I want to start with this is to say that I know from personal experience and from working with so many clients and customers over the years is that the biggest reason or one of the biggest reasons that people hold back on sharing their gift is that they are scared that other people will either reject it or they won't want it or they won't like it. 
And so what happens is we're allowing the possible opinions, and I say possible because you don't know until you actually share what you what you do and who you are. You don't actually know that yet. I say that we're allowing the possible opinions of others to rule our life and then we hold back on our creativity as a result of that, which even as I say that out loud, you think that's actually a little bit silly because you're assuming in your head that people don't want this. You're assuming that they won't like it without actually giving them a chance to enjoy it and thus to benefit from that. So we allow, instead of allowing our inner higher soul and spirit to define what we create and what we leave behind in this world, we're allowing something that doesn't even exist, which is the possible opinions of others, to stop us from sharing our gift. It's crazy. So the thing I think to, to remember here is that number one, soul and spirit, allow them to help you to transcend your fear. Follow the spirit and the soul of what you want to do and focus on how that can change other people's lives. Let that be bigger than all of your doubts and fears. That is the first thing I think to consider when it comes to overcoming that fear. The second thing, which is very healthy, and I believe that the, the beautiful Brene Brown may have referenced something similar to this in her beautiful life's work, her body of work, is that sometimes what we do when it comes to self-worth and self-love is that we base what we do on our sense of self-worth. For example, if you write a book and somebody reads it and they love the book, you then think, well, then I must be a good individual or I must be a great human being because that person loved my book. And this is where we start to get into perhaps dangerous territory because now we're associating our results with our sense of value. Now, if it goes the other way and somebody goes, well, I really didn't like your book or they critique it or they criticize it and they go to town on it and they tell you they hated it or you were wrong or whatever nightmare you're imagining, imagine that you then also associate that with your self-worth. This is really volatile. When we start to equal or equate, I suppose, uh, the opinions and the feedback we get from the world around us with who we are as an individual. So we attribute our self-worth to what we do and we measure our self-worth based on the results that other people uh, experience or that we achieve or the feedback that other people give us. And this is, gets us in trouble because we're now we're connecting our art form, our gift with who we are as an individual. Whereas your gift is just an expression of self. It is not your true self. You will always be growing, and so your gift will grow and evolve too. And so just be careful and conscious that you're not thinking, oh, that this is this must define me. What I do does does define me. Actually, it does not define you. It is just an expression of you. And so just remember that if you are afraid, oh my gosh, people are not going to like this, they're going to reject it, or you're just remember, no matter what they say. I'm valuable. No matter what they say, I have magnificence at my core. Can I become better at what I do? Yes, you can always refine and improve your gift, the expression of that, the way it's packaged, the way you share it with the world. But it doesn't define you as an individual. And it's a very important piece to recognize moving forward, especially if you are going to grow a massive career, like as a musician or as a creator or an artist, and you're going to have fame as an influencer. It's incredibly important to realize that what you do does not equal you. And this can help us to also overcome that fear of rejection or that someone won't want what it is that we do or what we would like to offer or create in this world. Now, the other thing to remember when it comes to this fear of like, you know, maybe people won't want it, maybe the world doesn't want what I have, 
is that there is an audience waiting for you. And they have shown statistically that if you are interested in something, there's something that moves you that you care about, statistically 55,000 other people at least will also be interested in that same thing. So please know that even statistically there is an audience for you. And I believe that the universe would not create you with this gift, with this vision that you keep on thinking about, with this idea that keeps on returning to your mind, it wouldn't create you with that if there wasn't a service in that and if there wasn't a whole lot of people who are waiting to experience and receive that from you. So please remember that there is an audience, a perfect audience. Imagine that. People who are excited to receive what it is that you have to offer. People who cannot wait to buy the product that you want to create. People who wake up in the morning excited for your next music release. These people exist. You have a divine audience that is already waiting for what it is that you can do and what you want to share with the world around you. Now, what I would also say about knowing that there's an audience is having a realistic expectation that not everybody is going to be your person. And I say this often to the authors that I'm working with when I say to them, okay, well, who is your book for? Who are you writing it for? And commonly they'll say, oh, well, it's for everybody. The truth is it's never for everybody. And when we can become grounded and realistic about this, it helps us to find our tribe and then to double down and give them extra love because you know exactly who you're talking to and who you're writing to. So you're thinking about or who you're speaking to or who you're creating for. So when you're focused on sharing your gift, you want to have a sense of who this is for. Who am I creating this for? Because then it allows you to be present with that person and it will start to silence a lot of other distracting thoughts like, well, what are people going to think of me? God, they might think I'm too young. They might think I'm too old. Maybe I'm not skinny enough. Whatever the reasons are in your mind that you're holding yourself back, when you focus on your person and you channel your attention and you channel your love towards that person in your creation, whether it's a piece of art or a piece of music or it's a service or a program you want to offer in your business, whatever that is, when you channel it in, you can put all of your love into that and the world will go quiet inside your mind in a nice way because then you're you're thinking, I'm here for service. I'm not here to get the approval of every other human being. I'm not trying to impress everybody. And it brings a beautiful, it's soothing. It's a a beautiful, quiet confidence because you know who you're for in this world. And remember, the universe would not create you if you didn't have an audience and a fan base and a customer base just waiting to experience your magic and your gift. So the fear is a big one. I find this is probably the biggest thing that holds, holds people back from sharing their gift is the fear of what other people are going to think. And we know that, you know, even though we we say, you know, don't worry what others think, we know that we all do. I do as well. We don't ever really necessarily get over that for good. You think as you get a little bit older, you tend to perhaps care a little bit less and you be more invested in being your authentic self. But you have that courage inside you. And I think it's, it is important to continue focusing on, you know, it's your life at the end of the day. This is who you are. It's who you feel you were born to be, what you have inside your heart, what you want to share with the world, and you want to grow an amazing career doing that. So just remember at the end of the day whose life this actually is. Now, as well as, you know, overcoming the fear of what other people are going to say or feeling like they're going to reject us, we also need to deal with that criticism that we do internally. And if you are like me, then you have an inner perfectionist. In fact, I don't know many people who don't. 
And sometimes what happens with the inner perfectionist is we either won't put our work out into the world because we think it's not ready yet or it's not good enough, or we put it out into the world and then we try to hide it. We try to pull it back. Like we've put it out there and we get, you know, vulnerability exposure and we feel really intensely like naked. And then we criticize ourselves and we want to undo our work and we want to retract it. And I understand that, you know, as an author and writer, some of my earlier books, I don't necessarily know that I would write the same thing today because I've evolved as a woman, right? So that's completely normal and natural. And I have certainly at times had the temptation to go, oh, I want to remove that old thing that I did because now my writing is so much better. It's so much more refined. But I think if you are criticizing yourself that way, just remember that you are going to evolve. And so it's important to honor your art form as it is today. The path of mastery is a path, not necessarily a single destination. It has a series of destinations along the way. So if you're being heavily critical on yourself and trying to make something super perfect before you release it to the world, just remember that what your, I think your duty is right now is to create and do and share your gift in the most authentic way that feels right for you right now. And then be okay releasing that. And then in two to five years time, just know that your gift and the way you express that is going to change. Just honor the journey. You know, everybody evolves. Every artist, every artist in a sense evolves. And we all are an artist in some way. So just honor your art form and appreciate that every one of your works, everything that you do, every talk, every book, every piece of art, every song, etc., is going to have strengths and it's going to have limitations. It's all about the essence of who you are. You are never going to please everybody. It is never going to be quote unquote perfect. So if you're trying to aim this idea of perfection, say, what is what is that even? What am I trying to aim for? Is that even realistic? And rather put your focus on putting your heart into your work. Yes, refine what you do. But perhaps it's time to stop trying to control absolutely every aspect of everything. Make some room for some magic. Listen to what is inside your heart. Let that become bigger almost than in some sense than what is inside your mind. We want to work with the spirit as well as your conscious mind when you're creating. So if you are being heavily critical, heavily critical of yourself to the point where you know it's detrimental, then let's see what can we do? What can we do to change that relationship with my inner perfectionist or my inner critic so that I'm now on my team and supporting myself forward as opposed to holding my work back? And again, remember, this is a journey. The path of mastery is a journey, not a destination. So these are some things to definitely to focus on. And what I've noticed really holds people back from sharing their gifts. And I think that the final one I want to cover here is that sometimes we hold back or people hold back from sharing their gift because they don't know how they can earn money from it. So let's say in your heart, you have a dream. You say, I would like to, God, I would love to share my artwork with, you know, thousands of people. I'd love to have a thriving music career, or I'd like to have, you know, one, two, maybe three successful like businesses, but perhaps you don't quite see the pathway or the strategy to earn enough money from that to perhaps replace your day job if you currently have one. And so then you hold yourself back because of financial fear. And this is also crazy because the only way to discover how to monetize and commercialize your beautiful gift, your powerful gift is to get in the ring and start figuring out how to do it. And sometimes what holds us back around money and getting paid for our purpose is that we're so rigid in in the sense that we're only seeing limited possibilities to how we think we can earn money. And that we have to realize that there are many, many, many ways to earn income and start to take off those limits inside our mind 
Look at other people, see what they do in your industry and all the different ways that they're earning money. And you'll realize it is not sometimes as black and white as we think. There is a possibility for you to be beautifully rewarded financially for sharing your heartfelt gift, your area of brilliance and your genius with this world. And this is one of the things I love most about the fact that I was introduced to entrepreneurship at the age of like 19 or 20, because if I had not been introduced to it so young, I think even by the age of 18, I was aware of business. I don't even know that I would have opened a business. I probably would have found a job that was as close as possible to what I enjoyed doing. And then I just, I guess I would have just done that. But I saw new possibilities and over the last 18 or so years have been exploring more and more the different pathways and seeing, wow, this person's earning $100,000 a month doing this and that person's making money from eBooks. This one over here is making money from supplements or products and this person's earning a million dollars a year as a keynote speaker. And you start to open your mind as opposed to just being very rigid about it. And sometimes we can be a little bit too narrow in our thinking around income. And I think actually the majority of the human race does that. So start to take those blinders off or those blinkers off and start to explore new possibility. Play in that world of creativity. Tell yourself there's infinite amount of ways that I could earn money doing what I love. And now I'm ready to find my path forward. Now, so this is definitely one of the things I think that we need to do around seeing how we can earn from our gift. But secondarily, I think it's also about learning business skills. And I do need to say this as a side is that if you truly want to be paid, you want to earn very well from your gift, you basically have two pathways. One is you're going to have a job working for somebody else and you're going to try to find your dream job. Secondarily, you're going to go into business. And if you are going to go into business and you want to earn very well, then there are going to be skills that you will need to learn. Things like packaging, marketing, sales, service and delivery, managing money. There is going to be business skills that you'll need to learn that these are skills that changed my life when I learned them. These will help you to go out into the world boldly and to, you know, peg your stake in your flag in the ground and say, this is who I am. This is what I have to offer and start to be paid in exchange for what you do. So these skills will be transformational for you. I may do a whole podcast episode just on talking about these five business skills that I've just mentioned briefly, because when we learn these, they help us to overcome that fear or that concern that we can't make money doing what it is that we love to do, which is sad because then people go their whole career, their whole life, and they have their work and their heart separate. My goal is to help you to merge those two together. So don't let money and income and those thoughts stop you from sharing your gift with the world. Instead, start to see how you could earn, how you could receive money in exchange for giving and sharing your gift with the people who would love this. So believe in those greater possibilities for yourself and open your mind to new income streams. Dream about this for a moment. When I first started out, when I was 18, 19 years old, I had no idea. I had no idea I could own a business. I had no idea I could be paid to write. I didn't even see those possibilities. It was when one of my mentors and guides basically said to me, you know, you could get paid to write. He opened up new possibilities for me and that started my whole career. And, you know, 18 years later, here I am. (laughs) So I've been doing what I love and constantly, you know, reinventing and exploring new pathways. Like I wonder how else I can share my gifts with the world. So please, yeah, don't let this be a reason that you don't share your gifts. So these are some of the, the juicy blocks, I think, that can hold somebody back. Thinking that your gift doesn't matter is just crazy because this world needs 
what you have inside you. And if you are feeling that way, like small and insignificant, that your contribution doesn't matter, please know that you are here for a reason, truly. I say this over and over again because I want you to feel this on the deepest level. You are not just a nobody. You are someone. You are an incredibly important someone. And what you have inside your heart and your mind is unlike anything that any other human being has created because it's original. And if you allow yourself to do your original work, to share what is within you, you put your heart and your mind and bring forward the best parts of you, in a sense, into your work. There's no way that that won't touch other people's lives. And there are far greater possibilities available for you than you realize as you sit there listening to this. So please dream for your life, dream for your future. I record this podcast because I want to help you to share your gift on this planet. It is one of the biggest reasons why I do what I do, because I absolutely love seeing people be lit up from within, compelled by a vision and a calling of who they're born to be, and then going out and fulfilling their destiny on the planet. That is my commitment to humanity. It's my commitment to myself. And it is my heartfelt wish that you truly will find that courage, overcome those fears, overcome those doubts, and share your gift with the world. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of your Extraordinary Life podcast. I can't wait to share even more with you in our next episode, so stay tuned. For now, I wanted to just share that if you would love even more guidance and support to create the life of your dreams, then you're welcome to subscribe for Extraordinary Life magazine. This is a very special publication that my team and I have produced, and our mission is to help you to fulfill your purpose here on the planet. If you want to subscribe for this magazine, which has amazing things like inspirational quotes, journal prompts, a soul food recipe, and so much more, then log on to www.extraordinarylifemagazine.com and become part of our subscriber list, but also our global community. As always, be sure to follow me on social media in between our podcast episodes for daily inspiration to pursue your purpose and create the life that you dream of. You can find me at Emily Gower. So again, that's G-O-W-O-R on any platform like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and so on. I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Thank you again so much for listening to your Extraordinary Life podcast. And remember, you truly do deserve to live an amazing life, sharing your gift, fulfilling your purpose, and making your difference here on planet Earth. See you soon.